Hello everybody, this is Trent Dozier, host of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Thanks for tuning in to this, the premiere episode of the podcast version of the show. Uh, this episode was originally recorded via Twitch on Thursday, July 15th, 2021 with Noah Gregoropoulos and technical support from Val Agnew. Thanks for listening and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Woohoo! Yeah! Improv! Yeah! I love improv! Um, is the... I can't... Val, is the music still playing? I can't hear the music. Uh, it is still playing. Great. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, improv! Woo! There it goes. It's fading out. Thank you. Thanks, Val. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, watching us live on Twitch tv slash the trident network currently um and also hello to everyone who is listening to this at a later date on a podcast this is the first episode of i love improv with trent dozier i am your host trent dozier glad to see everybody here i love improv it seems like if you're in the chat you might love improv too um if you're in the chat Please give a warm hello to our technical support, our technical liaison, our technical leader. You heard her voice earlier. Say what's up to Val. Hi. Hi, Val. How's it going? Oh, great. Oh, great. Uh, Okay. Excited for the show. Oh, okay. That makes two of us. Uh, And and hopefully that makes three of us. Uh, Before I introduce our, our first guest for this inaugural journey, uh, into improv. Uh, first, just a little bit about the show. Um, I love improv, as you can probably tell by the title of said show. Um, and I, you know, am a part of the Trident Network, which is what we're all a part of right now. Um, and I wanted to find a way to bring more improv into the world and to do improv with people who I love as improvisers, love as people, and also talk a little bit about improv because I also love to talk improv theory and whatnot. Um, So what this is going to be is uh, you're going to see a short little scene between me and my guest of the week. And then afterwards, uh, my guest and I will talk about the scene we did, uh, improv that we love, improv in general. And we'll also, if there are questions from the chat, we'll take questions from the chat. Um, So if you've got some either improv in general questions or questions about why we did what we did in the scene that you're about to see you know please hop in let us know and if there's uh if there's no questions uh trust me we can fill the time baby we love to talk uh so without further ado allow me to introduce the first ever guest on i love improv with trent dozier this is a man who is uh, a teacher of mine a mentor of mine and then he became uh, a teammate and a friend ecstatic to be able to call him such he is uh one of the fathers of improv i would say please welcome to the stage or the screen or your ears noah gregoropolis hey noah hey glad to be here on the first day what an honor oh i'm glad you're honored it's an honor for me uh you know in chicago at IO specifically, it is it is every improviser's right to be taught by Noah if you go through classes at IO. And I did. And I was honored to have that opportunity and even more honored. Uh, like I said, later we played on a team together, Carl and the Passions. And um, 
boy, that was a lot of fun, a fun couple of years. And, uh, it was a great time. So Noah, thank you for, thank you for being here on our, on our first episode. Have I fallen horribly out of focus? You do look out of focus. (laughs) Uh, You can't, you can't see this on, uh, on the podcast, obviously, because it's in your ears. Oh, there he is. You're back in focus. There you go. The camera's a little, you know, top dollar. Uh Yeah. You know, we're all we're all working with what we got at this point. No if complaints. I, if I slip out of focus during the actual performance, let's imagine that it's an artistic thing, like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a moody moment of contemplation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Always, always making choices. There are no mistakes in improv. No mistakes. Uh Noah, before we get started, well, first of all, uh, if you're in the chat right now. Uh, for our improv scene, we are going to need a suggestion of what to do. And um, on I Love Improv, we're going to be doing things slightly differently. Um, Instead of just getting a suggestion of a word or, you know, whatever, I would like um, a suggestion of something very specific from the audience, a scene that you would like to see Noah and I do. So instead of, for example, instead of saying, you know, dog as your suggestion, I would like something more along the lines of like, Trent and Noah are brothers and they are in a fight over what type of dog to buy for their family. So, uh, you know, the more specific you can get, the better. If it's not super specific, that's fine too. But uh, I'd like it, you know, a little more than that. Now, uh, before you give that suggestion, if you want to listen uh to the conversation Noah and I have uh here in a moment and maybe that will inform your choice but if you've already got one pre-locked and loaded go ahead and throw it in the chat uh but first Noah yeah we're gonna start we're gonna start every episode here by me telling my guest which is you this week uh what I like about you as an improviser and there will be time for you to rebuttal uh, and you tell me if you agree with my assessment of you okay okay, okay. Uh, Noah, I love to, I love to watch you perform and I've obviously seen you perform a great deal, but I even more so find it rewarding to get to play with you because I feel like a quality that you and I share is you as a player are very, very, very mischievous. And I feel like, uh, it doesn't necessarily show as, um, as outwardly as it does when I play, I feel you're more of a cerebral mischievous player, but you like, I love to find the mischief and dig in. And, you know, I would say maybe you're a little more of a, uh, uh, a monologizer than I am when we're playing. Uh, and I'm more of a, uh, (laughs) tornado, I guess of psychotic energy occasionally. Uh, but both of us love to find the fun and attack the fun and harass the fun, dare I say, um, and really, really get into those crevices. And also, uh, one quality that I wish, you know, every, every improviser would, uh, have, you are great, um, at listening to everything that is happening in the show, not just in the scene, but I feel like you're really good at callbacks and bringing, you know, not just like direct callbacks, but like thematic callbacks and stuff like that. I feel like you're very good at bringing all that stuff around. Um, so those are some of my favorite aspects of you as an improviser. Do you agree with that assessment of yourself? Uh, yeah, it sounded good. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say 
the way you described our mischievousness might have sounded more frenetic than it often is. It's, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Is it's kind of sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a, a slow simmer. Yeah. Yes. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll bite on all of that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm terrific. Thanks. It's embarrassing to be complimented on yeah. live camera. So that's hence the ruddy and sallow complexion that I uh-huh. have. Not yeah, sallow, but... sanguine, right? Filled with, filled hey, I with... don't know. Sanguine. You're more you're more of a wordsmith than I. Great, yes, sir. sanguine is related to the words saint and zanct, which means blood, because saints had pure blood, according to Catholic bullshit. We can say bullshit on this, right? You can say whatever you want. Well, okay. uh, swear words wise, you can say whatever you want. Right. Don't right. be racist. I'll try not to. <laughs> Please. No, of course not. Of course. Yes, not. yes, yes. yes. Uh, okay. So now at this point, if you would like to throw into the chat specifically what scene you would like to see Noah and I do, um, we'll wait for those to come in. Um, and Val, if there's <laughs> if there's nothing in the chat, then uh, we'll get a suggestion from you, Val, uh, about uh, what you would like to see us do. Cool. So and, far, it's looking like it might follow my shoulders this week. And you know what? I'm ready. Hey, you know, this is the maiden voyage. Um, it, it's not all going to be perfect. Look at the Titanic, you know? <laughs> Please don't compare this beautiful show to the Titanic. Hmm? Why is it something bad happened to the Titanic? <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't, don't Google it. It's fine. Oh, okay, okay. And certainly, the amount of time that this show has went by when everything was still hunky dory, other than <laughs> the, the class divisions. On uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, well, based, based on the potential delay, it seems like. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, Val. It seems like we've allowed the uh, allotted amount of time to pass. So yeah, we do have six viewers now, but oh, they don't. Oh, see- here we go. Oh, 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 here we, we go. got here one. We go. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, we'll take it. This is great. Would you like me to say what the suggestion is for you? Yes, please. Thank you, Val. All right, you two are a billionaire and his guide who strayed too far from their safari. <laughs> okay, and that's great. Scene. So I, I uh, have have bad news. I I, uh, I don't see any any path markings that were supposed to be here. You don't see any path markings that we're supposed to be here. What is that? I don't understand. What does that mean? You're the guide of this trip. I don't understand why we would yeah. potentially get lost. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't turn down jobs, whether I'm qualified for them or not. <laughs> I, uh, and this would be one of those cases where it really blew up in my, both of our faces, I would say. Uh, well, certainly, certainly your face more than mine. I find that I, thanks to my money, am able to get out of any situation possible, uh, high or low, wide or skinny. Your, your, your money is, is useless out here in the bush. 
That's what you would think. That's what you would think. A man who is not a millionaire, nay, even a billionaire. You need to get me back to where I need to go. And that you will be rewarded. You will be rewarded. So you yeah. need to start figuring it out right now. We're going to give it a, a good shot. I just don't want you to have any expectations of competence on my part. I was told there would be like things wrapped around trees and, and stones piled up. That would sort of be markings of the general best path, but we're going to have to go by like, you know, the sun direction and possibly stars eventually. I'm sorry. If I am understanding this correctly, which I am, I've never been wrong in my life. If I'm to understand this correctly, you are telling me that you thought there would be markings on the trail, making me believe that this is your first time guiding a safari? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I have now paid uh, for a safari from an experienced guide, and now I'm getting a safari from a rookie guide. And now I thought, he's... I thought that was clear right at the get-go when I said I had no skills for this. Well, I was not listening to you at the beginning. You should have known that. You should have known that as a guide, you and me, a billionaire, that I would not be listening to you at the beginning of this. Okay. Uh, well, uh, the thing is, I had a conversation at the, at the swap hut back at base camp. Oh, what is that? I don't remember that. It's, it's places where people sw swap things for things. You know, I wasn't staying at the at the base camp. I flew in this morning. I stayed at the Marriott last night, but on the top floor, it's Marriott. like the nicest Marriott that a billionaire could be a part of. I stayed at that Marriott and I flew in this morning for the safari. Well, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I just hung around in that. It's 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 a little bar canteen as well. The swap shack. It's called the swap shack because for for you know generations it was used to trade food for things of value that sort of thing but i've never there, traded i only purchase yeah the point the point was that i picked up a little bits of tidbits just enough to pretend i was a guide and it that part of it worked like a charm okay so if i am if i am to be correct again which i am for i have never been wrong you're telling me that not only was this not your first day as a guide, this is a con. You're pulling a con. Yeah. Yeah. For, 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 yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm not trying to get any. I'm not trying to get any money out of you for something that you're not getting. We're going to be here in the bush, probably longer than what you paid for. Okay, then let me ask let, let me ask you a, longer. Let me ask you a question then. Yeah. You're you conned your way into this safari. And I oh. are these things buying you guys biting you at all? No, I'm covered head to toe in uh, uh, off a bug spray off. Oh. Yeah, let me I was saying if you if i if i'm if i'm understanding everything correctly you have conned your way onto the safari and i have paid for a private safari and now we find ourselves together on this safari are we both are we both looking for the lost ruby of the isle if you still want to do that i you know i don't know where that is or anything like that i'm not on the safari i'm still the guide i'm just i just have no skills as one 
No, I understand that. But I'm saying, did you con your way into this safari to also find the lost ruby of the isle? Or did you con yourself onto the safari for a different reason? And you just happenstance to be now on my private safari where I, a billionaire with a B, am looking for the lost ruby of the isle. Okay. Um, Boy, if I'd have thought of that. That would have been a really good idea to try to to try to horn in on the actual, you know, ruby. So for so, what purpose was the con? What purpose is your con? Just like work. Have you have you have you seen the the job situation here in the belt? No, no, I haven't seen I haven't seen any job situation anywhere for many many years. I've been a billionaire for a long time. In fact, my whole life I was born into the yeah. billionaire business. I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking like a ruby is, is a nice jewel and everything, but I can't imagine a ruby wealthy enough to make a difference to a multi-billionaire. A ruby, sure. But this is the lost ruby of the isle. Yeah. Hey, maybe that's a help. If it's of an isle, I mean, there aren't a lot of isles here in the middle of the Serengeti. But... That would narrow down the target areas. Yes, and that is why I wanted a private safari guide because he would have helped me narrow down that area. But now I'm stuck with you, a pointless con artist who's creating a pointless con for no reason, who's getting attacked by bugs because you don't have even the money for off. I think I got some poison on those bites. I'm getting a little... uh, you know, I'm seeing like Tuya. Oh, I have some champagne in my suitcase. Would you like some champagne? I don't have any water. I I guess I'll, I'll make do with champagne. Okay. That's very uh, uncharacteristically generous of you, sir. Well, I am not going to be able to survive this on my own. I would have barely survived with someone who knows what they're doing. But you, as I've stated, well, okay, I have a new question. Is your real name even Carmine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can call me Carm. A lot of people call me Carm. It's Carm. just less syllables. Okay. Well, like then I will. Somebody Jonathan John. It's not a big deal, but it's just easier. I know some Michaels prefer not to be called Mike. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess it's it could sound more hoity-toity if you use your whole name. Is it hoity-toity? If is it hoity-toity for using your whole name, or is it what your parents intended? Oh, I don't know. I guess once you're grown up, it's kind of your own bailiwick. Boy, I gotta think about it. Maybe I should be Carmen. Okay, here's the champagne. It's in a flight. A flight. Mm-hmm. So you call this thing? That's what I call it. I don't know what you would call it, but that's what I call it. Okay. I'm not going to quibble about it. I thought this was called a flute. A flute is an instrument. Don't try to trick me because I'm a billionaire and you're on the ground level of life. I know what a flute is. I've seen an orchestra live. This is not Asti Spomanti. This is good stuff. Yes. It's my own personal brand. Wow. It's Are called, you a vintner? 
Uh, yes, I was born into the into the vintner business. That's why my family um, has so many billions of dollars. Maybe you might recognize my my last name of Rose. I never realized Rose was a specific vineyard. I thought it was a you know a, a halfway between a red and a white. That's what it is. And the Rosé family figured it out. <laughs> you know, it'd be a, I'm, I'm sorry, because I'm getting, this is going right to my head because of the insect venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me, when you said Rosé, I'm thinking pink. And that pink panther was a big old jewel before it was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So who's the guy now? Who's the guide now? Still nobody. Okay. I would say still nobody. That's fair. That's fair. All you've done with that is make a very clever, very clever, I'll give you credit to that, a very clever pop culture connection. But that does not help us get out of the situation we are currently in. Okay. Well, lakes tend to be more lowland than upland. So if we go downhill, we should eventually hit Lake Tanganyika. Okay. Okay. You know that that Zanzibar and Tanganyika were two separate countries, and now they're Tanzania because they joined together. But the lake no. is still called Tanganyika. I would have no reason to have previously known that. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you come across knowledge and you just don't forget it. I don't come across knowledge. I come across money and rubies, hopefully. Well, one ruby, the ruby of the isle. The lost now, this ruby. This is an isle as in short for island. It's not like one of the rows at a supermarket. Yes, it is short for island. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess now that you say that, I've only ever heard it spoken. I've never seen it spelled on paper. Yeah, me too. I mean, it could, it could, we could really be looking in all the wrong place if we're looking for an island. Oh my goodness! Grocery store. Oh my god! I've made a horrible mistake. (sighs) So, um, let's say we were going to die out here. Mm -hmm. How would you want to spend our last? I'm figuring we got another couple of days of provisions and then exposure sets in. How would you want to spend our time? I mean, now that we're the only, only buddies each other have, we should probably, you know, throw away things like class disparity and just, just, we're just at Adam and Eve. You can be Adam. I don't care. I'm going to let you try and find your own way out of here. I'll see you around, Carmine. Okay, that's the scene. That's the scene. (laughs) Thank you, Noah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you to also Marcus de Hooray for the uh, suggestion of that scene. Uh, And thank you to Val for your laughs. (laughs) Anytime. I can only hope that they were authentic, but if they weren't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I am not lying when I say they were 100% authentic. 
Um, so before we jump into it, Noah, I'll just say to the chat, if anybody does have a question at any point in time, either based off of um, something we did in the scene or something that we say now in our conversation amongst each other, um, please feel free to throw it in the chat and um, Val will relay that to us. Um, and if you don't have any questions, that's fine too. That's fine too. Uh, Noah, Noah, how'd you feel about that scene? Uh, I thought it was delightfully silly. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it, 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 made, it, it did make me long for the live stage version of itself because uh, in my mind, this scene looked funny mm -hmm. because because um, the minute that there was a, a status call in the description of what we we're going to do, and I think there was maybe an expectation after you, the way you introduced me that I was going to be the highfalutin guy and you're <laughs> the guide. I thought, no way, I'm going to go. Yeah, and that I was, was I was, fun. I will say, I was glad you made, I was glad you made that choice because yeah. I, I agree. I feel like there's a an expectation of of that where uh i'm i'm low status and you're high status so i thought it was uh, i loved i love that choice from you and i'm happy you made it and just how much of a safari did we have i mean it felt like there was no other human being that was part yeah. of the safari. I, you had no. literally paid for one guy <laughs> to kind of walk with you <laughs> through the, the the veldt looking for a ruby and somehow there could be nothing wrong with that idea, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess we never strayed from the safari as suggested by Marcus Day, but uh, it was fun. It was fun just to be there with you. I agree that the um, the physical aspects of performing uh, in front of a live audience, I think I miss the most because, you know, uh, through podcast form or through Twitch, you can still get the great, quips in and vocal stuff and whatnot like that but there's a i love i love playing physical i was so happy i often forget in mediums like this to to be as physical especially when my my headphones are literally plugged into my laptop so i'm scared about whipping around too much but for the people on the podcast noah started slapping at his own face to swat away the bugs and i thought that was a really nice like you know piece of world building that we could have explored more in the in a in a stage version of this. In the stage version of improv, there's so much more room for for like silence or silence filled by physicality that yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really translate through podcast or Twitch as well. I will say that I was very clear almost immediately who, who was the high status and who was the yeah. low status. Like you had you both took on physicalities like instantly that told me as a viewer who you were about to be. Um, and I was also very pleased that Noah, you took on the low status character for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as a performer, as an improviser, I really love to uh, not make the first choice. <laughs> so I was, uh, you know, I was glad that Noah, I agree, Val, I, could Im I immediately knew that Noah was the lower status. And I was like, okay, here we go. So I, and Noah, you are, I love to play with you because I feel like you, whether you know it or not, also love to make the first choice. So I love doing scenes with you because you get to initiate and I get to follow. And then from there, we just get to play, which is great. But I, th I feel like at the top of the scene, we both get to do what we want to do. Yeah. 
I, 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 and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not looking to initiate the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to just start something because there can be that moment of politeness with after you. No, after mm-hmm. you got something. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I've got nothing. Can you tell by my face? No, that that thing. And uh, I think just putting something that isn't necessarily a big plot thing, but just goes with what we already know, and just to put something to either move past to the next thing or or mushroom into something. Yeah. Did um. I, I felt like uh, I felt like your mischievousness was at a high in this scene. Do you feel like because of the the little preamble I gave you, you were in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, more, in a more immediate mischievous mindset, or do you think it, it would have? It was occasionally echoing in my head. It wasn't like, oh, I better do something mischievous, <laughs> but it was. It kind of goes with low status. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because those mm-hmm. status scenes are always about power and power is always bad, right? So if you are ever low status in a scene, you're doing bits of, you you know, you're stealing from the silverware drawer just to kind of get your digs in. Yeah. Well, I also, I also feel like um, just because, just because you are an older person and you have been doing improv longer and the and people most who people have been alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like often the assumption from people is that you will play this higher status character. But I think in my time playing with you both on a team and, you know, outside of that, you often do take the low status character because in, in now that I'm putting two and two together, I would guess that it, it allows you to play more mischievously, more easily from from the bottom, so to speak, than from the top. Yeah, I, I guess I never thought about that. Um, it also probably, dep- you know, it, it dep- also depends on the moment because I think uh, status is fluid. Because mm-hmm. what is what is the, if it's about you know uh, uh, position, right, or title or something like that. And all of a sudden it becomes about love. Those things might have different statuses because of the way the status dynamic is different. Either, either of those things. That, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. No, I, I totally really think about it while all the scenes going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a minute, I, uh, I just try to, you know, stay being a little bit occasionally more apt to get stung by a bee because I'm next to a guy who's too rich to get stung by a bee, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I often, I, in retrospect, I would say it's an interesting choice for me specifically to host this type of podcast where we're like, why did you make the choices that you made? Because I often find that my answer to those questions is never like, well, my character, uh, you know, has a history of doing whatever. So it would make sense for him in this moment to react the way he did. My answer is usually like, I don't know. I thought, uh, you know, my body felt like it would feel funny if I slapped Noah right now. So I slapped Noah, you know, I, I feel like I play more off of, off of feeling as opposed to like psychoanalyzing every move I make before (laughs) I'm about to make it. So I, I, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I I try to avoid thinking about improv while I'm improvising. I was really what's going on in my head is I'm thinking about all like where we are a lot, Mm -hmm. like how out there, beyond you know safety are we and it's is it like really jungly or is it really savannah-y mm-hmm. is it 
dangerous? Are there leopards? You know, mm-hmm. that, kind of, that kind of stuff is all just because I'm I'm imagining it because I've never been there. I've only yeah. seen pictures and it just seems like it would be an adventure, you know, it'd be kind of like and probably dangerous. I, I would probably be miserable literally there because I'm yeah. not particularly outdoorsy um, other than literally being outside my house kind of thing. <laughs> yeah Uh, oh go ahead Val I was just gonna say one thing I did notice and and you know to your point about like not thinking about what you're doing but like you might innately know you know like what your strengths are like where you like to play in a scene or whatever and one thing I did notice and it's definitely very you know is that while you were playing a low status character your reference level was still really, really, really high. And that made it that much more funny, right? To play a low status character that like knows everything about Tanzania is like hilarious to me and is what I was genuinely laughing at. And uh, <laughs> and I think that that's like something that maybe in the moment you didn't think like, I'm gonna use my high reference level as a low status character. But I think that like, you know yourself, right? And you've been doing this for a long time. So you probably just did it sort of reflexively because it is funny yeah yeah I feel like especially when I get to play with Noah I know that not only is Noah a a very much like a a referential player whether it's you know pop culture or knowledge of history or all these things Noah is prone to throw references into his improv which is something I love and I love to do also but I know Noah's reference level for just kind of like everything in general is way higher than mine. So I love to just not know what he's talking about, whether I, so in that scene specifically, there were, now I can't remember exactly, but there were a couple things in there where I was like, I have no, I have no idea, but there were things in there that I, I did understand the reference and I still, me, I get to, you know, play dumb never the wiser to what he's talking about and that's for me personally playing with you Noah. that's always a fun fun thing to bounce off of and play with yeah it it, it, uh i'm i'm always kind of interested in weird things that connect to each other yes yeah well that goes back that goes back to what i was saying at the top you are very you make these connections. You're like the the meme of Charlie Day connecting all the things uh, with the string. You you just find these connections naturally. They come to you that you know. I don't think you know. Ninety nine percent of improvisers would see or you know are even capable of making. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not doing it to show off. That's for sure. I, I just it's fun it's me having fun and also thinking that there's a lot more wherever moment we are than i bet i never get like Mm -hmm. bored of it Mm -hmm. there's always there's always layers of stuff well it's also it's also genuinely more fun as an audience member to watch someone improvise talking about something that they are not making up like it's way more fun to watch you talk about tanzania and be correct about it than being like oh well the a river and the b river came together and then tanzania existed it's like it's more fun to watch people to watch people know what they're talking about even if you don't know what they're talking about like i'm just like oh no one knows what he's talking about like for example me 
talking about pro wrestling at any time during an improv show, that's like, that is, that's, that's my highest reference point, you know? And I will not know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, but, but you'll know. I know. Yeah, exactly. You do a whole night on the theme of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. I would do it again every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> Maybe this show should just be about pro wrestling. <sighs> you know, we're early. We're early. It's not, it's not, uh, we can make changes, you know? <laughs> we haven't banked so many episodes that, I can't change course on this and change this to I love wrestling with Trent Dozier. Give yourself a place to go variety wise from week to week, you know? Yeah. yeah. It can be, I love, you know, whatever each week, next week will be, I love wrestling. Noah will be back and I'll body slam him. <laughs> well, that's the other, that's the other thing too, Noah is you, you are a really good physical player. You bring fit. It's not necessarily like um, exploding out into right. the world, but you're never, you're never just standing there giving a monologue. You've given monologues in improv scenes. That's that's for sure. But you're never just yeah, standing there delivering it. You're always doing something and either building out the world or you know. I know you and I have had some really playful things. I often think about that. Uh, the Carl and the Passion show during the Bentwood Festival where we were airplane pilots or helicopter or we were flying something and we were, you know, flying all over the place. So that's fun. You, you are great at that, at at injecting physicality, whether big or small into whatever's going on. Yeah. Uh, it, It, I love doing it because I love visualizing where a scene's taking place. I don't ever want, I don't ever feel like I'm standing on a stage with a black curtain and a room full of people who might laugh. Yep. I always yep. think like, this is kind of a rickety plane. Yeah. It doesn't fit much more people than the two of us. And it's probably pretty vulnerable to weather changes, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I just, uh, it, it just, all of all of a sudden, you have everything you need because your kitchen isn't just a, a kitchen. It's this kitchen. And you know, there's stuff there that, that you could grab, even if it's not stuff that always goes in a kitchen. Yeah. The person I think, hides his I, newspaper and the knives thing, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's almost the same as what I was saying about the references, which is like, it's so much more fun to watch someone like driving a car specifically watching someone engage with it and like not move and control the wheel for real is so much more engaging than someone who's like, I'm doing a car scene. So I better sit here and, you know, looks like they're just weed around the road or yeah, they're doing two little shake weights the whole time. (laughs) Milking a cow. Yeah. Milking a cow. That's a better one. That's what, that was a better uh, visual analogy Val than my, too many it, shake weights. It's, it's really taken a long time for improvised cars not to have crank up windows. Oh my God. They still do. It's 2021 and people We're are improvisers. Still- we bought all our cars in 1984. Yeah. That's very funny. That is very funny to think about. Like, well, I have to show that I'm rolling down the window now. So I'm going to crank it. Here we go. Crank it. <laughs> when, lit- you know, you could literally hold your finger out, push it down, and it does the same exact thing. Yeah, it reminds me of a really just a beautiful piece of a sketch on the main stage with Kevin Dorf and Scott Adzit. 
mm-hmm. whereas it was like a Saturn salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And Dorf's inside this car. And so he's, you know, he's kind of like leaning in the window to bother Kevin and I prod him. And you see Kevin just push the button and as it kind of do this, <laughs> as it, <laughs> it closes. And they just did it perfectly. And I was just like, yeah, that's how, that's how, improv- that's how windows go. That's how windows go. <laughs> that's the thing i find myself saying after every improv show i leave and be like man that's not how windows go but that that one that's how windows go uh noah any uh any regrets about the scene anything you wish you would have done differently or anything you wish it was longer more to explore um yeah i could have done it for as long as we wanted to do it but i Mm -hmm. think that if it were to jump a beat it probably would have wanted us to physically move to like, we're going to start out whatever we is we choose to do, whether that's, you know, play a party game while we die or try to walk towards Lake Tanganyika and find a Ruby or a grocery store, which seems like a better <laughs> thing to find if you're starving to death than a Ruby. Yeah. But I mean, that's a little commentary on wealth and having it, but uh <laughs> But anyway, um, uh, that, that we, we, we might have to, to like interact with the hardship of whatever we're doing or, or mm. even the, the fellowship of whatever we're doing. Yeah. I've been fun to, you know, to have to see some progress in that if it was going to be a 20 minute scene, like if there's so many 20 minute scenes, but you know, mm. how long was that anyway? That was uh, 12 and a half minutes. Yeah. See, I wasn't like, oh my God, 12 and a half minutes. <laughs> I love I love I love I love playing past 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 your preconceived notion about a scene. I mean, I mm. think that heats up. So I mean, yeah, if, if, it, if that would be the thing, I would, uh, and that's where you have to do that without starting to typewrite it. Yeah, but just sometimes look around and see it's you know it's that sun is going down. It's going to get really cold because yep. we're at a pretty high elevation here, as mm. far from the shore. Mm-hmm. we may have to hold each other <laughs> and we would have i mean i think i think that's where it was heading anyways or you know literally the grocery store to find either sustenance or the ruby of the aisle but we talked the three of us talked a little bit about this before we went live but i think the benefit of getting the suggestion the way we we got the suggestion is that we immediately established the status between us so we immediately got to have fun. Whereas, you know, if the suggestion was just safari or something, you know, maybe we were two people lost on a safari or two people in a, in a group safari or whatever. And, you know, we would have had to figure out, take a, a moment or two to figure out our relationship. But yeah. because of this, you know, we just figured everything out immediately and got to be able to hit the ground running, um, get into it right away. Right. Towards the end of your scene, uh, when Noah was like, uh, you know, now that we're the only buddies that we have, we should probably, you know, throw away class differences and like figure this out. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's the kind of thing that like in maybe a, like if it were a Herald might not have come up until like the third beat. Yeah. You know, in, in like a normal setting, because you would have had to figure out who you were to each other first and then get all the way there. Whereas like in this instance, you got there now and you can go through an entire arc of like what you know who you are to each other if you were to like continue the scene and like how that changes and grows and 
maybe falls away. If you find the ruby, it destroys your relationship that you just built. <laughs> the ruby makes us revert back to the way we were before. That's what the power is of the lost ruby of the isle. A, a reimagining of swept away. <laughs> and again, that's a reference that I don't understand. There's an Italian movie that got remade with Madonna in modern times. It was really near the bottom of her movie triumphs. Uh, it's just two, two people lost on a desert island. But one is, a, one is like a uh, servant class person on their yacht. And one is this rich lady. And they wind up having to survive on a tropical isle. Mm. And status does its thing. Sounds like maybe what would have happened if Rose and Jack had made it to an island after the Titanic sank. They would have been so cold because remember, he sort of froze to death in the water before he drowned. Yeah, right? yeah. so that's what I'm saying. If they had made it, but he died. So they... <laughs> she let him die. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> uh, we don't need to get into it. That's uh, I mean, that was kind of a perfect herald right there, bringing it back to the Titanic. That's how it's done. Uh, <laughs> Noah... Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this, uh, the maiden voyage of the Titanic. That is, I love improv. Yeah, it, it was, uh, from a guest point of view, it was a very easy show to step into. Because okay. it was pretty welcoming, helpful. I mean, it didn't, I was like, where am I supposed to be? <laughs> um, um, uh, and I think that, 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 that's, you know, if I were, uh, thank you, Val, for you, you, uh, you kind of, made me feel comfortable right away thank you val and uh and 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 trent you also you kind of do that in on stage you tend to be a uh you bring a certain joy that makes feel like okay this is gonna be fine you know just i never worry thank you noah dare i say i try to bring that joy because baby i love improv you know it you know it yay uh plug the show at the end (laughs) Noah is still in Chicago Noah is frequently doing stuff with Chicago Improv Studio over at um, the Bug House so if you want to see Noah just pop in when Thursday Friday Saturday one of those days Uh, usually Saturday I mean there's like a a series of groups and I'm usually in at least one of them usually a couple go to the Bug House Saturday nights watch Noah do some live improv at the eight o'clock part of it pretty much anyone who goes can also play as well Oh my God. If you're looking to get back on a stage, wow. 8 PM central standard time, Chicago, Illinois, the bug house theater via the Chicago improv studio, get there. You can play with Noah. What an opportunity. <laughs> um, Val, if you would go through the subscribers, uh, or ability to subscribe, that would be very helpful for me. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so if you're watching this on Twitch right now, uh, you have the capability of subscribing to our fair channel, uh, which helps us put on shows like this one um, and keep our operations going. And uh, you can do one of two things. Either you can do a paid subscription, uh, it costs $5, and you can click the purple button that's right below us. Um, Or you can actually subscribe using your Amazon Prime account if you have one. And at no cost to yourself, we still get the proceeds at our end. So if you have a prime account, I'm going to type a little code right now into the chat, um, chat, baby, you can follow those instructions to connect your prime account to Twitch. 
and give us a free sub and it will really help us out a lot. So uh, thank you so much for doing that in advance because I know everyone who's listening is going to go and do it right now. And uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this on a podcast, I'm sure Trent is about to explain all of that. You nailed it, Val. I was. Uh, if you are listening to this on a podcast, it is under the same name. I love improv with Trent Osher, which <laughs> if you're listening to it, you already know that. Uh, so please, you know, like and subscribe across whatever uh, podcast platform is your preferred podcast platform. That's very helpful. If you would love to leave a review or five stars or whatever, that's also very helpful. Um, that'd be great. We would love it. I would thank you very much. I love reviews with Trent Dozier. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. We'll be back live on Twitch two Thursdays from now. We are every other Thursday with a new special guest improviser to be determined. You got to be here to find out who it is. Um, and then, of course, the following Saturday, that episode will be posted for your listening pleasure. That's it from me. Thank you, Val. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening. Thank you, Marcus Day Hooray, for the suggestion. Um, I hope everybody has a great day, and I hope you continue to love improv. Bye! Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of trident network to learn more about the trident network's videos live shows and other podcasts please visit the tridentnetwork.com you can also support the podcast by donating to the trident network's patreon at patreon.com slash the trident network the i love improv live stream features technical support from val agnew the theme music was composed by nia d'amelio and the podcast was edited by me we return thursday july 29th live on twitch.tv slash the trident network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.